0: up gentlemen's double crew we are back monday after Honda classic march madness this weekend it is absolutely nuts on the basketball side and this week is golf's version of it which is the wgc Dell match play located in benny and i's home state texas well i guess Vinny's current living situation texas <laughs> uh excited to talk about that we're going to talk a little bit about the honda but first we're going to jump over to the lounge talk about the 2021 first meeting of the Scalici Open, which is a fan favorite for Doug Stevens. I'm going to be honest; it's it's a really high one. I, I enjoy all the updates every time when I'm not there to watch. So uh, can't wait to hear about it, uh, Vinny. Jake, how are you guys doing today, boys? And uh, let's hear a little bit about the uh, Scalici Open. What's up, dude? I'm I'm doing well. Yeah, um, Vince, you,
1: you you should you want to kick it off? Or you want me to kick it off? You kick it off. It was your course. You know, you were the
2: you were the home captain of this event. I think uh, (laughs) you you segue for everybody.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, you know, since Vince has moved to Texas and our uh, our golf has become you know more infrequent, we pretty much pretty much play a match um, every time that we get together. Uh, And if it's like a longer trip, we're playing more rounds. Kind of like a running tally. Um, And yeah, so when you came up this week. We got lucky because the weather did not look good, you know, in the the coming or the w- previous weeks, because it was beautiful here, and then it looked like the week you were going to be here, we were going to get some snow and some rain, and uh, we got a little bit of rain, but luckily it was like fairly warm and uh, a little bit of a breeze to dry stuff out, so we managed to get in two rounds uh, at my new club. Um, unfortunately, they did punch and top dress greens, but you know we both had to deal with with that. Um, that obstacle so yeah and then uh you know we played played pretty much head to head straight up but um i don't know man it was, it was some it was some pretty good pretty good action i i think it'd probably be best if we kind of both talked about how we each play, or about each other's game maybe for a second and then we can talk about the score but yeah i hadn't seen you play since pinehurst i guess was probably the last time right is that right yes sir that was it. God damn! It feels like it's forever ago. It was <laughs> almost
0: a year. It's almost a year. That
1: is wild. Now that I say it out loud, but um, well, so I was I was pretty impressed. So like the day started off, the the opening hole uh, at my club used to be the tenth hole, so it's actually right in the meat of the golf course. It's a pretty tough starter where you got to like force carry over like a little creek to like a kind of a, a hard left hand dog leg, and you know. Vince Vince hits a, a good ball there and gets up. We both kind of get up and down to start the round on the first day, but then he surprised me on two because he birdied two, which is a par five. He hit um, driver up the left and then just like absolutely ripped a three wood to the front, chipped it up and made the putt. And I was like, "Whoa, this is different. I have not seen this kind of distance from Vince." <laughs> um, and then. You know, it was kind of a little bit back and forth on the front. I think you – where would you get into trouble, Vin? on Oh, okay, I remember what happened. On the par five? Yeah, second so because it was – Yeah, because – no, 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 no. The, the second par five, yeah, you gave me the whole back on that because Vince went up one after two. Um, and, again, you know, played pretty well going down that – the second par five is another kind of quirky par five with an uphill little, like, pimple green. And then where it got out of hand was – uh, we go to the par three. There's there's three par threes on the front at my at my club. We go to the um, last par three on the front, which is like a 200 and some yard, about 210 yard par three, kind of up a hill. Uh, and you know the the Spanish Matador came out a little early in the round, let's say, and Vince just he he hit one right off the hosel, dead right. He actually. I think you almost made bogey, which was incredible. Um, but that got me, that got me back in it, and I was able to kind of flip it and tur- I think we turned with me like two over in that match, and then I just kind of steered it, steered it home. You did put up a good fight in in the first match. You made a couple of putts coming in, but then uh, I I absolutely parked one on 16. Actually, that's my favorite story from the whole the whole trip that Vince was here. On the, the 16th hole is like a a cape hole kind of where like the further up the left you go, the more you have to bite off um, on this like kind of like dog leg left par four, short par four. And I told Vince, I'm like, listen, the only thing you can't do is you can't hit it right, you can't hit it straight because you'll go through the fairway. And there's like this tree that everybody at the club shoots. That's like the out of balance tree. Like if you hit it any further than that distance, you're pretty much going OB. So I shoot it and it's like two. I think it was like two thirty four or something. So I I I was teeing off first, and I hit uh, I hit four wood. Kind of up the left side, just totally fine, just inside the fairway line. Uh, probably had like 120 yards left. And Vince, Vince goes up after me with driver. And I'm like, man, he's going to take this way down the left. And I mean, it, I said it on the Instagram post, but it was a pure like touch them all, like Gary Sheffield at the Yankee <laughs> Stadium, like absolute piss missile bomb straight ahead, right at this out of bounds tree. It's the tree that everybody shoots and I'm going, get down, and the guy that we're playing with is like, oh, that's long gone. Vince hits, how high up do you think you hit that tree, But It was near the top, right?
2: Probably like 30 yards up the tree.
1: <laughs> oh my God, smashes this tree so far up the tree. This thing was in someone's pool if it doesn't hit this tree. Hits the tree, comes back basically into the fairway. Um, but yeah, but then I kind of put the hammer down and and stuffed one, ended the match on 16.
2: Yeah, you walked so, away with a, you walked away with Two wins in the last three holes. Yeah,
1: that was yeah. A, that was the conclusion of that round. Truly, um, was there? I don't remember. Was there another specific moment? I don't remember anything. I think we both hit it same similar spot on 15. It was we played a really tight match actually on the back that that first match.
2: Very true. Yeah, you want to go over
0: the
1: second match?
2: I mean, second match, I came out pretty cold, if you will. Uh, Can I interject
0: real quick? Yeah, go ahead, Eggy. Yeah quick question on round number one was there birdies made a lot of bogeys made a lot of pars what was the, I had the, only I had the overall
1: birdie. yeah i think vince had the only birdie i had some birdie looks i didn't make any but I, I i shot 82 in that match okay uh, i think vince i think you were only two worse than me there right like 84 yeah. yeah but uh yeah,
0: it's a solid round one
1: i mean yeah, it was, was
2: with... it was really tough like a lot of top dressing when we say there's yeah. like top dressing like you rolled the ball, and then you had a black line of seed in top dressing, <laughs> like that. Your ball was picking up along the way. It it, well, uh, it was very tough to putt.
1: Yeah, let me say this. I think we hit the ball in that round a lot better than we scored because there were like you you couldn't you had no idea what the greens were gonna do. Tr- truly, like I'm not trying to like make excuses. You would you would you know pitch one or chip one. And it would hit and just like sink into the green and stop. And then you'd be like, okay, it's soft. And you go to the next hole and, you know, maybe you had a similar pitch or chip and it would like skip off the top dressing and run like 25 feet away. So it was, it was definitely like very touchy and, and you couldn't really make uh, like short putts were very dicey. You had to basically smash them in there. Um, So yeah, it was, it was definitely a little bit of a bummer, a little bit weird, but, yeah, the birdie that Vince made on two was like, it was like he had played there the like the entire time, the, like since I joined because he went up the he went up the safe side and then he was just inside the fairway line and hit like draw three wood, you know, down right in front of the green, then easy pitch and putt from there.
2: Yeah, Texas wedge that was, that was a two putt from off. Vince the- was doing <laughs> a lot of
0: putting
1: from off the greens.
0: Yeah, I like it. He's ready. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't okay, say that it, it was. Definitely not designed to play, but it, it worked out because of everything being kind of dead.
1: So, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. We're, we don't have any grass yet. Round
2: two, I started ice cold. Jake won like three of the first six holes. I think we were
0: uh,
1: actually 11 over through like five. It was
2: fucking atrocious. Where did you, where <laughs> did you
0: guys play round two? Was it the Santa same, club same spot? Same okay. yeah. spot.
2: Uh, after some rains and some of the top dressing was gone, punches obviously weren't, but uh, a little truer on the greens, but I just started terribly. All, and then, all of a sudden, we get to seven. Um And when I say terribly, I mean like, oh, you're going to beat me with a bogey? You can definitely three putts still. Um So we get to seven, and I went seven, eight, nine, I believe.
1: Yeah, I went... You made an incredible up and down on seven. I got boned on seven. I hit the the lip of the bunker, and it, it didn't clear. Uh... You made it incredible up and down. And then, well, eight, I, I just, I doubled eight for the second day in a row. And then you want to tell the story of nine or you want me to tell the story of nine?
2: Go ahead. I don't, I honestly don't remember. Uh, I'm being I feel passive. like
1: nine was like the moment where I thought that I definitely was going to lose. There was no way I was going to win because you played so bad and I got up big and then you won the last three. I straight up hit a Rory wedge on number nine. I hit like a great <laughs> drive. It may, like, the best drive I could have hit. Nice cut right down the middle. Vince Vince is seemingly dead. Like, I don't, I don't have to even worry about him where he is. He hits a great shot to get it, like... There's there's these two bunkers that are left of the green, but they're not really totally green side. There's, like, some rough between. And he gets he gets his ball, like, over into this left bunker. I didn't think he could get it there. And then I have this easy green light wedge to a front pin and just airmail it to the back, to, uh, the, uh, the back bunker where it plugs in the face on the back of the back bunker. So I had a downhill plugged bunker shot. Um, and that was, yeah, Vince won that and flipped it. So we go to the back with me. Was I one up or was I even? Were we even? We were even. Yeah, so I was like, that was like an absolute gut punch at that point. But go ahead, then. You can take over.
2: Yeah, back nine, I think we both started playing better. It was either like bogey, par, two putt to mm-hmm. three putt. Um, the rest of the way home until 15, uh, I birdied. You made a, a great birdie on 15 from above the hole on like the toughest green I think out there. Mm-hmm. Got, Doug, this this green's got like three tiers, a bowl. It, it's just. It makes no sense, all, almost.
1: Um, it really doesn't make much sense. It's I don't, a know, very I don't even bird. know
2: if it deserves to like, be out there in comparison to all the other ones.
1: Well, but, uh, real Jake quick, made though. made a great birdie. To, not to. It is different than any green out there, but that's also, like, the shortest par four. Like, you can hit driver to the front of the green. True. Very true. So, it's, like, only defense.
2: And then uh, 16 played through, 17, Jake flags one, and at this point in time, you're up one in that match and four overall. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um... I took a nice long stroll up to the clubhouse to hit the head while Jake played the last two <laughs> in, uh, in Vinny fashion. But uh, it, it, overall, it, it was a great trip, truly. I'm, yeah. I'm going to write them and let them know they need to put some Johns out there.
0: That old yeah. school Northeast golf course, man. That's it. Ain't got time there's, for
1: that. There's no property, honestly. They, they don't have any
0: room to put a John out there. You gotta get the porta potty for Vinny when he comes in town. you just I don't gotta let 'em know. I've got to
2: like, let him know. I've. Jake, Jake, and I haven't played together in a year, and it, it, I think I sent him a text after, and I said, "Hey, man, it, it's pretty obvious that like what you're working on is working. That I've never seen you be more repetitious with your swings. Um, every swing like looks the same, and I think he's practicing really well. And uh, some yeah. guys should be worried. Jake's gonna beat down some
1: people at the right like up Yeah, we're we're getting close, but uh, I mean, it, it well it is weird because it has been a year." And I don't think that, you know, we send videos like I see, Doug, you send videos We talk about each other's swings and talk about what our game is like. And, you know, we Doug and I've talked like off the thread where Doug's like "Dude, your brother's like absolutely pumping these. And I told you after we put after Vince and I played the first round, we played a couple bonus holes and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to try to like I'm going Bryson on these, these couple holes that don't matter. That was really the only time that I was past you by more than like ten yards, and I've always been longer than you i think I mean I had to go as hard as I possibly get, could to really get it like by you like I used to so i mean that's it's crazy how much your game can change, how much you can progress in uh, a, a span of a year if you
0: really dedicate to it. no doubt yeah, yeah definitely I think I said. I can't remember if it was JR, or no, it was Manny. It was Manny, like, a couple weeks ago, Manny was like, damn, every time I see Vinny, it's like he's gotten two or three strokes better. Because I guess they, you know, they don't play together that much, but I, I said to him, I was like, well, in the last, you know, whatever, it's been seven years since Vinny's been here, he's definitely the most improved out of all of my friends. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, it's fun to watch. I mean, he, he's, yeah, he's hitting it out there with us now. Not that our group hits it far out there. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's hitting, hitting it off the tee farther than me. And out there with Tom now, even though Tom can't hit a second shot, which has been his problem his entire life. But, uh, yeah, well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. Uh, It sounds like you guys didn't think you were going to get two rounds in, so glad that you got to play two rounds. Mm -hmm. You guys got to hit a couple breweries and do a couple other things. So, uh, Vinny, I'm sure you had a good time at home.
2: Always great. Always great, man. Truly.
0: Well, good. Well, good. Um, Well, that's awesome, guys. I am glad you guys got to get a little uh, practice together because, you know, you're always my leadoff group. At the Ryder Cru- <laughs> Cup, so uh, true, I'm glad true. that you guys got to, to get that some of that out of the way as we prep for Big Cedar, which is just over two months away now. Um, but yeah, glad that you did that. I guess next time you guys will be together. We'll be down at uh, Big Cedar, right? Yeah, that's it.
2: Truly, it's only two months and two weeks away. So
0: yeah, yeah, it's getting close. I'm fine. Uh, I've been. Finalizing room assignments and trying to figure out where we're staying. Apparently we're staying at like some kiddie pool that Tom found for Wednesday night now because it's got a mini golf course, apparently. That's the night before we check into the hotel. A couple of us will be there early, so we're we're finalizing some of those details and dinners and whatnot. We're getting close. Shirts are in. Oh, did you get your shirts, Jakey?
1: Oh yeah, they look
0: great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I know. Tom's shirts. Not so good this year. Suspect. No offense, no offense, Tom, but uh, okay. yeah.
2: Cloud blue. We're not even going to be able to see them against the horizon. <laughs> no, you know what? You know
1: what it is. I. It's the chest logo versus the sleeve logo is the big. I think.
0: Yeah, he said that uh, they wanted the the chest logo, but to me, this. I mean, it's chest logo is not a big deal. I I don't like it as much, but. I like to wear my shirts out and like even the ones last year on the sleeve, you can't really see it as much. The, so
1: the sleeve logo is classy.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, we got to win this year. It's a, yeah, we gotta it's win. an odd year. We've won all the odd years so far. He's Tom seems won all the evens, and we got to get the cut back. So, uh, yeah, two, two months and, and some change away, like a month and some change until the, uh, the gins lock up the mm-hmm. uh, handicap. So getting close <clears> that's, <throat> uh, Let's jump over from the lounge to the clubhouse. This past weekend, we had the Honda Classic, which has been a staple on tour for, for quite a while now. It kind of jumps in right after Players' Championship. It typically has a little bit of a more a stout field, but uh, with, since the rework a couple of years ago, it uh, and with the WGC this coming week, the match play, which starts on Wednesday, And the Masters only two weeks after that. A lot of the guys took the week off and uh, prepped for Austin. Uh, But with that being said, there were still quite a few good players in the field. And it ended up being a a pretty good tournament. I I was able to catch most of the weekend. And a few of the guys playing on Thursday. uh, Before I actually headed out of town on Friday. But uh, it was a two-man battle for most of the weekend, I'd say, between Matt Jones and Aaron Wise. Wise. Struggled at the end on Saturday and then struggled on the back nine on Sunday. I know the bear trap is is an absolute monster, really tough hole. Uh, I think it was Ian Poulter and somebody else. I can't remember who were like a combined 17 over par. they the last 10 rounds um, and they were like in, in the mix for a little bit. So just crazy how, you know, three or four hole stretch can absolutely kill you. But uh, Matt Jones got the win. Awesome for him. It's been six, almost seven years since his last win. He was the only one that uh, was better than 10 under par. Uh, and there was a huge group of, of people at six under par. And then at second place was Brandon Hagee, who uh, had by far has had his best finish ever on tour. He got second place at the Honda. I actually switched my pick in the pool last second to Russell Henley, who backdoor to T3. I was happy to see that, um, but uh, on the weekend, Benny's boy Adam Scott won out of the uh, the pool pickings for our group. He Adam Scott finished t thirteen at four under, and then my boy, who I took in the pool, Shane Lowry finished one shot better than, than Jake's Taylor Gooch, were uh, one over and two over respectively. Um, guys, I know that <clears throat> you guys were busy together, doing a lot of things, hanging out with the fam, playing golf. Uh, any, any things you really want to say about the Honda classic or the bear trap? Uh, I know we had a lot to talk about with the, uh, the match play this week. Um,
1: I'll make it quick. I think that, uh, we've talked about it before, but like what's happened to this tournament because of the schedule is just really unfortunate. Uh, and I almost feel like it's kind of like a corn fairy week in a way. <laughs> like it's just not the same kind of pop. And, right. um, yeah, besides that, I, the course is kind of getting, I think, a little dated, a little tired overall, and uh, that hurts it. But I will say one thing, because I, I didn't watch much. I did watch just a little bit of the Sunday round. Matt Jones' pace of play, that's some aspirational shit right there. Like, That's so good, right? <laughs> oh, my God. It feels like the way that I envision that I play. I don't even think I play that fast, but... I played pretty quick, but like I, I just I loved it. I'm like, that is what kids need to see. That's what people need to emulate. So that's my take.
0: Yeah, I know. I saw <clears throat> quite a few articles on it, and I know they were talking about it. Like his time from getting to the ball to shot was is like the quickest on tour. Uh, and oh, and yeah. crazy that uh, you know he's in the lead. I now I realize a lot of the field had fizzled, and he had like four or five shot lead for most of the day on Sunday. But still, that a guy in the lead. Uh, who hasn't won in you know six or seven years is still playing that quickly and not slowing down a little bit. But uh, you got to play your game, and that's what he did. So I was excited to see him. I was happy to see, even though Aaron Wise has had you know a f- uh, few good finishes here over the last four or five months, I was happy to see him kind of in the mix, even though he fizzled a little on Sunday. But uh, he's a good guy who I like to watch, a younger guy on tour who hits it a long ways. But uh, yeah, it's one of those weeks, Jake, where you mentioned the field. You can see a lot of the newer guys on tour or the guys that are coming off the uh, the corn ferry or some of the other guys like Camilo Villegas who are trying to revitalize their career, uh, get out there and play. So, uh, you know, not the bigger names, but a lot of the guys that are a fraction of a millimeter, not as good as maybe the top 50 players in the world, but all very, very good. So it was a, another good finish on Sunday. Congrats to Matt Jones. And uh, we are moving on to one of my favorite events, the match play, although I will admit, since they've gone to the new format where it's group play, not as much fun, in my opinion. I think Jake and I talked about this earlier, but uh, still a great time, especially as it drops in in the middle of March Madness. Or golf, uh, having their own tournament at the same time is, is, in my opinion, really cool. So it's it's been an Austin awesome Country Club. This will be the fifth playing uh, as it uh, in this format, which is the grouping. A lot before that, it was in Arizona. And Kevin Kisner coming in as the defending champ, although that was in 2019, he's still in the in the field as the 34 ranked player in the world. So the way it works is it's supposed to be number one through 64 ranked players in the world. They then put them in pods. There's 16 groups. So the 16 highest ranked players will be the lead in one of those groups. And then the next 16 tier go in in like a second place guy in those groups and third and fourth as you get in. I think they went up to 68th ranked player in the field this week. A couple of guys not in the field. Brooks Kapka, uh, Tiger Woods, one of them. And there was two others, and I cannot remember off the top of my head who they are, but uh, still a really exciting. Jordan Spieth has played his way into the field. A lot of other guys that are huge in match play. Ian Poulter, you're going to get to see play this week. Bubba Watson, who's won here, I think, twice. uh, And it's fun to watch in match play. It's just a different uh then i think kevin kisner said it best earlier when i watched the the reveal is you're not out there playing against 155 guys you're just playing against one guy in your group wednesday through friday trying to get into the round of 16 which is then single elimination to the finals on sunday guys what's your i know we're all big match play guys we talk about this for the gentleman's cup what are you looking forward to the most about the wgc match play uh this week which starts on wednesday jakey let's start with you
1: um yeah i I love the match play event you and i talked about it the knockout i know it's not good for tv i know the players don't like it but i really loved um the sort of true like bracket and upset situation i thought that was that was really the best listen is this version very uh very good on wednesday thursday you know during pool play not really it's still great on the weekend though and i think that like it's what we always talk about with um with match play there is so much more like gamesmanship and strategy right. and variance that goes into that and it makes it so entertaining to watch these guys uh you know like kisner uh, when he won and, and same thing with bubba i mean the year bubba won he like boat raced jt in a round where i think he just went out there and was like i'm gonna hit it at every pin and like you right. could legitimately do that like if that's a strategy you want to employ that day you can do that um so, yeah, I, I love that. I love that we see, like, the true playing styles of these players come out, right? They're they're, they're not really guarding against part. They're not worried about making a cut. They're trying to, like, beat this other guy doing what right. they do best. So I love that.
0: Benny, what are you looking forward to in match play? You've uh, played in quite a few events with me and, and the GC the last couple of years. What uh, what are you looking forward to this weekend?
2: I think, uh, I think there's a different mental part of golf that it, that is involved in being like very good at match play uh in comparison to maybe a stroke play event but um obviously i love that the field is is so great i love that it turns into a one-on-one battle after the group stage um it it just it makes for exciting golf for, for those who are really into competing i think um you know when you play certain sports and maybe you things like one-on-one a lot this is a uh, this is something for those people who you know who thrive off of that and enjoy it and i think this is just i think they should have three of these a year probably <laughs> to, to, to be <laughs> honest right. um and, and i think this is going to separate you know some people from the pack uh, you know you're going to learn why dj's rank one maybe and and why patrick can is 10 and you know it's just it's going to be a learning experience for a lot of people who haven't played in them yet like I think this is Joaquin Neiman's first event um Scotty Scheffler's first event and, and yet these are these are guys that I'm like they can go out there and fucking win this thing so I'm just really excited to see what the new names to the Dell match player are going to do
0: yeah it's uh definitely there is quite a few I, I noticed today when they were doing the reveal this morning there's a lot of first timers in the field Uh, like wills Zalatoris who had zero status on any tour last year and playing in the WGC match play. Uh, But yeah, I think Vinny to your point, you know, it's one of those things like once you realize you're locked in to the top 64 or top 68, if you're one of the four guys that got in late, it's like a little bit of a relief. It's like, all right, I get to, you get to play three rounds of golf. You get to go out there. I think Jakey texted me this weekend when the two of you were playing, where it's like match play is is just such a raw format because it's like he's like Vinny made double double and now he's won three holes in a row but those double doubles really don't matter because it, it, it's nothing to your score you're really just trying to beat whatever the other person's score is on that hole it doesn't matter um so it's it's just a completely different mentality it's fun to watch I think this is a great golf course for the event uh and I'm really looking forward to seeing these guys play I, I agree Jake you know it's Wednesday, i would say wednesday thursday in my opinion is not the most fun but friday gets to be fun because sometimes Mm -hmm. you get to work into like some playoffs they've had you know guys that have three-way ties in groups and they're playing stroke play and if there's a two-way tie it's match play to try to get in so uh a lot of golf and if you get all the way to the finals and win it you've played in one seven events well you could have i guess potentially but you would have played seven rounds so it's uh 36 on Friday and 36 or 36 on Saturday and 36 on Sunday. So just a ton of golf. Um, But we do it every year for the gentleman's cup. I know my legs are screaming at me on Monday after we get back from the trip, but always uh, a lot of fun. So looking forward to to these guys going out there doing it this weekend in Austin. Uh, Instead of walking through kind of all of the bracket, you guys can look through it. We're going to talk through what is uh, our final four, our winner, I guess our finals then, too, and our winner. And then we were going to talk uh, who is like a bracket buster, who we think might be like number one seed, like DJ, that doesn't get out of his group or something like that. I'm not saying that's mine, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about those. Um, guys, I guess, uh, in your opinion, should they? Because it, it was really tough to watch the thing. I, I just happened to be on the PJ Tour website this morning, and they were like, hey, we're doing the bracket reveal at 10 a.m., uh, I know a little bit normally they do like a more widespread thing with covid, but uh should it be more of an interactive thing when they do the, the drawing I, I It was kind of lame for me this morning and what I thought'
1: um, yeah, I didn't I, see I watched a little bit of it on my lunch, and like i this goes to my point last week a little bit. It just felt like it was like a constant like commercial for p j tour shit instead of just running through the bracket and like right. talking about. Like what those brackets were going to look like. It was like interviewing players, um, you know, talking to like random sponsor people, talking to rules officials. So uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it needs to be something more special, but I do think uh, it would be it could be better organized. I again, the, I think the pool play thing hurts it a little bit because what was cool about the old uh, knockout bracket was there were like all these places like PGA Tour would do a competition. You know, you had some sports websites do a competition. You, there was just like a lot of like the same thing you do with March Madness, filling out a bracket right. and doing a pool for it, whereas with the pool play, it doesn't really work the same way, I
0: guess. Yep, I agree. Um, Vinny, you got something to say? I was to
2: say, uh, I've thought about this a little bit, not as much this year, but just in years past. Um, you know, for those soccer players, players or you know followers if you're a follower of the champions league the champions league draw is a huge fucking event it's like you know pre-party draw party and you know they're the best teams in the world it it shouldn't feel very different being that these are the best players in the world except for um it's not the biggest spotlight in if this were like a major type of event i think the publicity would be different and unfortunately that's just because of how this is treated and it's sad to see that because uh i think it should reign and and feel very supreme because these guys had to fight for this ranking right so i do i think they missed like a big part of uh how important this is just because of you know how the the entire season is structured
0: Right. Yeah. They want, well, they want this to be uh, like Vinny or Jakey said, it's a money grab. Most of it. They want it to be a commercial fest that they want, you know, if Tiger was playing or the top guys, they don't want them to be one and done. Um, But yeah, I I agree. And I think we've talked about it a little bit, man. I would love to see a match play championship uh, major. I think it would just be awesome. Uh, Or or just even if it was a separate event at the end of the year after tour championship make it like you know whatever five million to the first place and I, you got to do it bracket style where it's one and done but uh yeah it's kind of a bummer that they've gone to this this event i saw the women are actually having a bracket um match play championship this year i think it's in vegas and not too long but they're doing the same thing it's like pods and working out which again to jake's point is awesome once you get to saturday because it's one and done from there but yeah it, Whatever, we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. Anyways, let's get into the bracket talks. Uh, Vinny, you were first place last week in the group. You had Adam Scott. So why don't you go ahead and reveal your top four players first? Uh, don't go into your semis or your finals players. Just your top four, who you're thinking, and kind of why why you're thinking about those four guys going to the final four.
2: Well, you don't want my semis, though, so do you want...
0: No, just the final four. Just the final four.
2: Okay. I have uh, I have Paul Casey, okay, uh, Tony Finau, Joaquin Neiman, Jocko, and Daniel Berger in my final four.
0: Okay, and why uh, why are you thinking those four guys to get out?
2: Uh, well, one, if Tony wins this event, this it's fucking huge for him. And I, I think Paul Casey. It, it's funny, uh, back in my bracket, I had Casey against Sergio, two guys I think are playing really well right now. You know, followed by a Paul Casey upset over DJ to get him here. So um, I, I do think that these are just kind of guys I've seen thrive in uh, match play on this left side of the bracket. And the right side of the bracket was more of a crapshoot for me and guys I wanted to see go far. All
0: right, I like it. Yeah, Jocko playing in his first one, uh, first match play event in this. Has he been on the... Was he on the President's Cup team? Yes. Yes. Okay, so he's played in uh, played in some of these events, and I'm sure as an amateur, he played in all of these uh, style. Uh, Paul Casey obviously been on the European Ryder Cup team, been uh, you know been in a lot of these matches. I, I don't think he has a great record. I was trying to look it up while you were talking, but um, I know that Berger is like one in eight. He's been absolutely brutal in the match plays that he's been in. He's been in four of them. So uh, Vinny, I like that pick. I mean, he's obviously a different player than he was two years ago, um, but uh, like that one. And then who was the fourth guy you had? Paul Casey. Yeah. Paul Casey. You had Jocko Neiman. You had
2: burger and Finau.
0: Oh, burger and Finau. That's right. You got your boy, Tony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be awesome. I think we talked about this earlier that uh, him getting his first real win outside of Puerto Rico. Uh, in this event would be just absolutely wild uh all right jakey let's go to you next for the top four who you thinking and and why
1: all right my final four part of it very very close to vince's um part of it uh a little bit a little bit different so my final four paul casey tony finau Corey connors and cam smith
0: Wow, you guys are really on the Casey and uh, Finau on the left side of the bracket, huh?
1: Yeah, so I think Vince and I might be on a same, similar wavelength to why we feel this way. Paul okay. Casey is, is a proven match play player, and, and I think he's having a great year. Statistically, I think it might in some ways be the best, of, even though he hasn't had a win uh, in America. It's been right. like a really, really great year. Uh, and I think Finau has proven that the thing that holds him back from winning in stroke play is that he tends to push to make a birdie and then makes a bogey. But in this format, that doesn't hurt him as much. And in France, he was like the only American who really showed up. So I feel like that's kind of my reasoning for thinking of Tony there. I Obviously, would be huge if he won. um, But I I look at him as someone who will go deep. Corey Connors has just been an absolute machine.
0: Um, First-timer, too.
1: Yeah, absolute ball striker, like, total machine out there. Uh, and I know that, like, when I, when I wrote these down, I said, man, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about these this Final Four because it involves kind of two longer shots. But honestly, both of them have both, like, have been playing so well. And, I mean, Cam Smith was great in Melbourne. Uh, he beat JT uh, at, at the President's Cup. So, like, to me, both of those guys are just up-and-coming dudes who also – are hot and like are playing, playing well right now, like, and, and getting ready for uh match play, which is something that they've shown that they can, they can kind of compete in, especially camp Smith. I mean, Corey Connors a little bit more improving, but still.
0: No, I agree. I, I mean, I think this is one of those weeks and, and kind of with the picks that I went with, you're all revealing in a second, but it's just one of those weeks where it's like it, everything, you know, about these players is kind of out the window. I think there's a few guys that you can lean he- more heavily on, to play well, like Poulter, he could play terrible all year, but if you put him in a match play event, he's like one of the best players ever. I think Reed's the same way, um, and so I think that's just fun that you get to see the guys like Kevin Kisner win these events that uh, you know typically are not winning the major events, and they're they're the guys that will say well, he'll say I can only win in like three or four <laughs> fields every year, and this is one of them because uh, it's not him against 155 guys; it's you against one guy every day until you get to the finals. So. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. So I, I'm, I only have one single player that the two of you guys have picked. I am taking, uh, from the top left, from the same group, actually, as Paul Casey, I'm taking Mackenzie Hughes to go to the final four. Mm. I am taking, is he in the, at, from the final group, I'm taking Dylan Fratelli. They're going to play each other in the first match on Wednesday. I am taking... Uh, Cam Smith, same as Jakey, and then in the top right quadrant, I am taking Carlos Ortiz to go to the final four. Um, so those are my four guys. I Cam Smith obviously been playing very well. He's coming off four top twenties, uh, been playing very very well. I think he's kind of on Jake's short list to win the Masters. Mm-hmm. Uh, should be on a lot of people's. He's got the greatest hair do on tour right now. Uh, Carlos Ortiz has just been playing very, very well since he won in Houston. Um, for Telly, I, well, one, he went to UT. So he's played this course. Also a guy that I think, um, it, it doesn't really matter. He's one of the last guys into the field, but he seems to show up in big events, in my opinion. And I think this is one of those. So excited to, to see him. Um, and then, uh, the other guy, is Mackenzie Hughes? That's kind of the flyer I'm taking there, man. I, I just don't know. He pl- he's played very well in the last couple of weeks on, on Thursday and Friday. Has kind of fizzled on the weekend, but uh, just one of those guys that I feel like come out of nowhere and uh, and get it done. As a, a favorable group, I agree that uh, really it's you know Casey is probably a, the strongest guy in that one. They're playing with Taylor Gooch and Webb Simpson. Simpson really hasn't shown too much form. Gooch played well two weeks ago. Did not play well this past weekend. Who really knows? But um, before we reveal our final picks, um, Jakey, why don't you and I talk through a few of the, the other groups that we didn't pick guys coming out of, and and you tell me if you think that the number one guy is coming out or not. So the, okay. the, the first one is, the obvious one is Dustin Johnson, right? He's playing mm-hmm. with Kevin Na, McIntyre, and Adam Long. You think DJ gets out of that group? And then stalls, or what's kind of your thoughts on that? Because it's a lot of pressure, I think, for the especially for the top four guys to get out of their group and get into to, uh, uh, sudden death.
1: Yeah, I, I do think that that uh, first of all, the, obviously, it's a great course for DJ. It's a great course for a lot of guys, honestly. I, I think this is a very fair course that you, you know you can kind of play it depending on what your skill set is, um, you know, different styles. But yeah, I think DJ comes out of that group, uh, and I think he gets another win. Um, but then, you know, I think he runs into to Casey eventually and, uh, and DJ actually hasn't been that sharp either. That's the other thing you got to remember. So I think right. he can limp through his group. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a long run for him right now. I think he's coming into form, but he's trying to peak for the masters.
0: Yeah. I think he got a very favorable group play. Yeah. I think Kevin, sure. Na, I think Kevin knock could be interesting in the, his group. But uh, McIntyre I think Bobby and Bobby McIntyre is the one to watch out for. Right, group, right. But again, they're you know both first timers, so yeah, yeah, a lot to live up to. They haven't played this course where DJ and Nav played it a few times. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take DJ out of that one too. I, 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 but then I think yeah, he runs into somebody else. I actually think he could, and my pick in the group too, which hurts me because Sung Jay's in that group. I, I think know. Russell Henley comes out of that group and and I then takes Henley down as well. Yeah, he takes down DJ. So. Um, we'll see what happens there. The number two, and uh, who's played very, very well here. Like you said, he ran into a buzzsaw Bubba a few years ago. Justin Thomas coming off his win at the players. He's got Ustazen, Kisner, and Kucher, a really good group there. Kucher's yes, been to the grew. finals. He lost to Kisner. Ustazen's been to the finals as well. He lost to Bubba. So uh, you think D- JT gets out of that group? Uh, a lot of history or a lot of experience here. Uh, what are your thoughts about JT coming out of group number two? Yeah, I
1: gave JT uh, obviously, you know, coming off uh, and off, you know, not playing last week and then winning the week before. I did give him the go through, but I had to look at this group for a long time because I, I was, I had Usti there and then I went off of Usti, went back to Thomas, and I thought maybe Kiz, but Kiz has kind of been shaky. Um, So yeah, I'm going to say that Justin Thomas is going to get through, but I think this one. This one is going to be very, very tight. I think the only person you just don't have to worry about is Kucher, who's shown literally no form all year.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think Kiz kind of lives for this. He circles this on his calendar. Ustay's his swing is just kind of goes everywhere. It doesn't matter what where it is, he, he's going to be around. And uh, yeah, JT is one of those guys that uh, on fire or not, so it'll be interesting to see. I think I actually don't think JT gets out of this group. I just think it's a it's a lot of pressure for understood For other guys in here um let's go to group number three which is john rom he's with ryan palmer texan shane lowry uh open winner still the open winner and uh sebastian munoz what do you think about rom getting out of that group i'd say in my opinion not a very strong group for the other three guys very good golfers but rom in my opinion should roll
1: yep i have the same thing i have rom rolling i mean him and Palmer, our uh, partners at the That's Louisiana, right. yep, yep. you know, they're boys. Lowry's had a great season so far, sort of a resurgence. Munoz has like been very, very solid all year, but I, I don't think uh, in this scenario it really matters. I think Rom just rolls them.
0: Vinny, you think the same thing about Rom?
1: Yeah, I do. I have him coming out of that group first.
0: Okay, beautiful. Well, the fourth group is Colin Morikawa, Billy Billy Horschel, Max Homa, and J.T. Poston. Another interesting group. Colin, obviously, coming off a win at the concession, which was the first WGC event of the year. But a lot of really good players in this group. Uh, Jakey, what are you thinking about Morikawa's chances to get out? This this
1: is uh, another one where I just kept going back between Morikawa and Homa. And like, I, I think this one's still, I, I pick Morikawa. I think it still favors Morikawa. I still think, you know, he just needs a week where he putts okay um, and let his, let his ball striking sort of carry him. Because you know how it is in, in match play, though, Doug. Like, if you play against a guy who just constantly is hitting it closer than you, it wears on you. Yep. It puts stress on you. And when you're in in stroke play, maybe it doesn't feel the same way. Right. Because, you know, uh, OK, missed this little shorty here or whatever like that. That's harder in match play when a guy is constantly uh, uh, when you're putting first constantly. So I think for uh, for Morikawa, it's it's going to be a fight, but I think he gets through.
0: Yeah, I know how you feel like when I play against JB, who's an 18 handicap, who shoots 75. <laughs> exactly. It's, exactly. Uh, it's a lot of fun, but. Uh, Vinny, what are you thinking about Morkow getting out of that group or do you got you think someone else is gonna do it?
2: Yeah, so I have Billy Horschel getting out of this group. Ugh, Interestingly enough, I know you don't maybe you don't like him personally, but uh, <laughs> a streaky ass putter, um, of whom I think when somebody drops a bomb on you in match play, there's some residual effects. So I really do think that Billy uh, can get out of this group if he's you know Continuously putting the pressure on with his putter. and and uh, But I, you know, unfortunately have him losing next round.
0: I uh, actually agree with Vinny here. I, I have Billy Horschel moving out of this group as well. Oh, my God. I think that, uh, I think it sets up favorably for Horschel. Because he's the second seed in that group, he's got to play Homa, which is obviously going to be a great match. And I think if he can get a point out of that one, then he has got a little bit of a break before he plays Morikawa because he gets to play post in second. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that that helps because I think Morcal is going to absolutely crush JT in the first match. Uh, so or JT posting, So I think that uh, that sets up well for Billy. And then obviously he's got to get a draw or a point from, from Morcal in the end. And in my opinion, I agree with any, I think, I think Billy moves out of uh, group number four. Um, I, I, I didn't, we can run through all of the groups, guys. I wasn't going to run through them all. I just was just going to do the top four. If there's any other groups you think are interesting, let's talk through them. Um, before we go into our, our guys that are going to the semis and the finals, any, any other groups you guys want to talk through?
1: Um, I had one I got to find it here. I got it in front of me. Let's see. I think that the uh, a couple of groups that I'm, like, excited to really watch closely, um, the group with uh, – sh- this is a tongue twister – Shoffley, Scheffler, uh, Day, and then Andy Sullivan. Andy Sullivan, obviously not a big deal, but Day – been showing more and more form. You know, Scheffler, we've seen what he can do. And then, like, Shoffley's a, a top 10 player in the world. And so I think, like, there's something about that
0: group that I think that's going to be a
1: really, really tight one. Um, you guys got any yeah. thoughts on that
0: one? Yeah, I think it's a good one. Jason Day's won the event before. Uh, maybe he's won it twice, actually, now I'm thinking about it. But uh, I know it's definitely played well in when it was in Arizona and here in, in Austin. Uh, yeah, Scheffler, this is kind of like his home course, because uh, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. played there at UT. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. I, so I, I, have, uh, I had Xander moving out of this group, but, uh, I think this is a, a really, really good one to watch. Yeah. I, go ahead, then. I,
2: I have, uh, I have Scheffler coming out of this group, actually. Me too. So, I, I know Xander, yes, top 10 player in the world. Um, I don't think he's played very well as of late. Um, he had a miscut in there. And maybe maybe you know he had some time to work on his game. Jason Day, yep, healthy, mixed bag, playing some golf. But I I think Scotty, if uh, you got to come out and make a name for yourself, this is a great fucking event to do, and yeah. he's got home course advantage.
0: I got one. A... Yeah, go ahead.
1: One more. One more. I'm just. I'm, this isn't even the whole group. We got to go through. This the group with Reed Neiman. Zayden, Hoot, and, and Watson. Bubba. Bubba, not in great form. Reed, you know, he's a great match play player. I'm saying it right now. Zayden, Hoot. <laughs> coming out of that group. He's dropping the Zayden bomb. I'm saying it now.
0: Well, he broke my heart, what was that last year when he took out Tiger. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, no, I think, well, Vinny's got Jocko coming out of here. I I... I I would love to see Zayden who come out, but I have Reed moving on from this group. I think he's just too strong in yeah, uh, in he's match really play. Great match play, he's relentless, and he's a Texas guy too. So true. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I, the other one I had circle was the Spieth group, as uh, he's yeah. playing with first timer Matt Wolf and Corey Connors and Fitzpatrick's in the group. I think uh, I think that'll just be a fun one to watch if Spieth can continue his good form and move on in in uh, what it was his college hometown as well. You'd have to play uh, JT,
1: which would be cool, too.
0: We, yeah, that would be fun. So uh, that's an exciting corner of the bracket to to pay attention to. We will uh, we'll see. Let's move on to our picks from the Final Four to the finals, and then you can give your winner. Uh, Vinny, I think we know where you're going, but if you want to tell us who you got going to the finals and who you got winning it, then we can discuss our thoughts.
2: So I have Tony Finau versus Joaquin Nieman in the finals of my bracket. Okay. A, a guy who has a great, of what I think, has a great game for Texas golf. That's in, in Joaquin Neiman. And Finau, a guy who, in which I agree with Jake, pushes the envelope sometimes and bites himself in the ass and makes bogeys in an event where that doesn't matter. So I think I think Finau is going to be all gas this week at the, at the match
1: play. Love
0: it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I don't have too much to say about it. I don't, it's not the way I went, but uh, I would love to see Tony get his first real win here in the WGC match play. we kind of put all of the, uh, the other folks that are saying negative things about him to bed. Yeah. Jakey thoughts about it, or you can go straight into your, uh, your, yeah, picks no. in your final.
1: I think Vince makes a, a really, really great point there. Um, and I, I mean, obviously I think we really root for Fino on this pod and, and, I would. I mean, I would love it. I would definitely love it. So for me, uh, my final matchup ends up being Tony Finau versus Cam Smith. So that's the twelve and the twenty-five. Um, and I have Cam Smith hoisting the trophy. I think the dude is just cresting. He has found something in the driver over the last year, which is the probably the weakest part of his game and um you know he's he's like a relentless guy on and around the greens i think in match play that is a hard thing to um it just, it's just like ball strike right if you have a guy that's making a lot of putts that are keeping him in or breaking your back it takes a toll on you uh and i think you know fina just maybe he can't scrub the curse off just yet so i'm gonna go with uh, cam smith this week
0: i love it yeah i uh I'm th- I'm think- thinking some similar things. In my opinion, I went back and forth in this for about five minutes. The only thing that gets in Cam Smith's way of going to the finals is Ian Poulter, who's in Cam Smith group <laughs> along with Rory and Lanto Griffin. Uh, so yeah, I just I, I for some reason I, I agree with you, Jake. I think Cam Smith's on a, in great form on what I would consider a heater, uh, and I think he's going to the finals as well. I have him going to the finals against Dylan Fertelli. Oh, my God. And uh, I tour have tour does
1: not want this.
0: I, I have Dylan Fratelli bringing home the match play championship this week. <laughs> Sunday uh, <laughs> golf at its finest right
1: there. Dude, that so, would be the uh, Oral
0: Roberts of the uh, PGA Tour. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling. I feel Fratelli, Cam Smith final, and I have Fratelli lifting the trophy on Sunday. Um, one of the things I did want to talk about real quick was the course, if you guys haven't uh, I'm not talking about it too. If if our viewers haven't paid attention to this golf course in the past, please do. I I think it's a really really good golf course. It's uh it's tight, tree lined. It's kind of up in the hills, and then the back nine works its way down to the uh, the river. And uh, there's a bunch of holes right on the water there. It's it's really cool. One of the par fives, the guys are gonna, and Bryson probably hit it 500 yards this week, um, because if you hit the power slope, you can get pretty much all the way down to the front of the green. So. Uh, it's it's a really fun layout. I think they've done a great job over the last four years, and uh, I'm excited to see uh, who will be winning it on Sunday. Guys, any thoughts on the golf course?
1: Uh, yeah, super fun. I think it's a great match play golf course. So much better than Dove Mountain where they were. Um, like for the you know like the day Dubuisson duel and, and the Mayhem win. Um, I, I just it's really solid and fun. And you're right, big drives, tough approach shots. They got that cool hole where like you're out on like a pier. You're like, you know, you're, you're teeing off like out of the water. I think that's so sick with all like the party boats in the background. So yeah, I think it's a a really cool course.
0: Yeah. They have the one par four there that like, you can either hit like an eight iron off the tee or you hit driver Mm -hmm. to go for the green, but it's It's like driver
1: straight over the water. Yeah. It's like a full carry. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a fun one. Yeah. Vinny, any thoughts on the, on the course?
2: No, I think, I think Jake said it great. Obviously it's uh Been a few nice weeks here in Texas after the freeze and um of course I I think the course is just gonna play great. Play great for a match play event and uh I'm just looking forward to it. This is always a nice refreshing week in golf and uh I'm looking forward to sitting back with a few beers probably.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. I, I think that there's a chance of rain on Thursday. But uh, the rest of the week should be should be fairly nice. And as the weekend goes on, it's supposed to be really nice, like 75 and sunny. So should be perfect for the event this week. I'm really looking forward to it. I don't have anything else on the Dell match play. Excited for that. Guys, any plans for golf this weekend? I'm uh, I'm playing an amateur event this weekend. But what about you guys? You guys playing uh, playing some golf? Yeah,
1: I'm going to try to play. Uh, it Looks like we're going to get a little bit of weather on Sunday, so I'm, I'm trying to play Saturday. Hopefully,
2: I'm definitely going to try to get around in. Beyonce is uh, out of town for the weekend, so uh, I'll probably try to spend the entire day Saturday out there playing as many holes as I can. And uh, first lesson, um, oh, leading up to the the G Cup is you now on the books and. Uh, not not looking to make big changes, but looking to make uh, changes that allow me to be more consistent. So stay tuned. That's gonna be pretty sick.
0: That's what we're all fighting for: more consistency. Yep. Yep, I hear you. It's gonna be a fun one. So I uh, hope everybody enjoys this weekend. Please follow us on Instagram at the Gentleman's Double. Please also subscribe to us on podcasts, Apple, Spotify. We're on everything right now. So leave us a um, a rating and some comments, and we appreciate all the feedback and the help so far. We broke. 800 followers this past weekend which is awesome continue to growing so that's just always brings a smile to my face guys I uh, hope you guys enjoy the weekend Vinny, go ahead and bring us home
2: all right my friends as we all know it's a special weekend because golf starts on wednesday and uh we're gonna go out there we're gonna play some golf before the finale of tony finau versus joaquin neiman we're gonna get home and pour ourselves a double Kick back. We're gonna enjoy. It. We'll be talking to you after the dub match play. Thanks again. <laughs>